I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Rubber Duck podcast, where we talk about everything and anything and finally answer the question, what is the use of a rubber duck? My name's Laura Armstrong, and I'm joined with... Me, your husband, Gray Armstrong. <laughs> it's like, wow, she goes so full, like a news reporter. <laughs> you can pass the mic, Hannah, and you are. <laughs> I felt very news reporter. <laughs> yeah. Um, for today's episode, we're going to talk about memories. We're going to take a trip down memory lane. Memories. <laughs> um, we're not drunk. <laughs> Do you think your memory's that good? I already know the answer, but people no. on here won't. <laughs> you always forget everything. I forget everything. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't forgotten that I'm pregnant. Or... You what? Oh, oh <laughs> surprise. Surprise. That was a and real... you're not the father. We have an EastEnders moment there. <laughs> yeah, I've revealed in the last episode for those yeah. who keeping track. Um, was it Darth Vader the father? <laughs> that was my Darth Vader impression. No, oh. he's not the father. All right, you're cooking there. No, yeah, because he's fictional. <laughs> so, what's this episode so, about? Today, we're going to talk about our core memories. Think inside out, but outside in. <laughs> outside in, but in real life. So. You mean Inside Out isn't real life? <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the Inside Out film, which is Pixar, and you definitely should watch it, um, Riley, the main character, does stuff, and it releases a core cool memory which makes up her personality. So I'm not necessarily saying that we need to talk about like core cool memories that make up who we are today, <laughs> but um, just like memories that you can that stick out most to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what's your earliest memory? I'm like, wow. Go way back, way like. back. You do like some sort of like a classical <laughs> tuning. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell that we outsource all of our music? <laughs> um, my 
my earliest memory. I think my earliest memory is going to see some old person. <laughs> is it? No, I think my earliest memory is of a birthday cake. It's a dinosaur. Oh. That my sister's godfather's mum made because she used to make all of our birthday cakes. Okay, yeah. I don't know how old it was. I think it was my birthday cake. Yeah, I was just going to ask if it was your yeah, birthday cake. Because I used to really like the film Lamp of All Time. Ah, aww. The, the Diplodocus. Yeah. And Littlefoot. I think it was meant to be that, but it's like a, our own cartoonish version. Are you sure it wasn't a turtle? It's not a turtle. <laughs> so, inside fear is that Graham has this dinosaur soft toy that wasn't your nan? Well, I the, the story I got told was that I've had this dinosaur soft toy my entire life yeah and the story that i got told i don't know who told me that but um i can't remember who told me it is when i was born my dad rushed down um into the hospital like shop mm-hmm. and bought me this toy okay i thought oh, that's quite cute you yeah know. and you called this toy little because Little-foot, i thought it was a dinosaur and i always wondered why it had this pink shell looking thing on its back yeah but i just thought oh it's fine it's, it's different you know and then recently, I think we brought it up in to front of my mum. Yeah. My mum was like, no, your nan got you that. Because my nan was really into turtles. Yeah. I was like, oh, and it all sort of clicked together. The whole pink thing in his back is a shell. And it's a turtle, and it's not a turtle, dinosaur. not a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you go back to this cake. That's what I remember. Oh, it's either a... that or I remember my mum taking me to go see this old lady when I was really, really, really little, like before nursery. And I think that old lady turned out to be my dad's nan. Mm. But I don't really remember much of my life. Right. But after that point, <laughs> what's your earliest memory? Um, so, yeah, I feel like I have two because I'm not that's... sure if the first one it's actually real. is real or if it's just something that I've made up. Mm, okay. But I, because I feel like, I'd be too young to remember it. Is it being born? <laughs> but I clearly remember being sort of like on a changing mat. All right. And I think I was on a table. So I was either on the changing table or just like a table with the changing mat on. And I remember laying there and seeing my mum on the left-hand side and my dad on the right-hand side looking over me. Wow. That is what I remember the earliest. But again, I'm not sure if that's just something I've made up. Yeah. But I feel like that actually happened. I mean, it must have happened at least once, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another memory is when my brother Michael was born and I was sitting on the sofa with my mum and I was pestering her to get her attention onto me. To her, it's just average Wednesday. <laughs> and not onto Michael. And I remember being in a bit of a strop, like, why do you always look after him and not me anymore? <laughs> Yeah, um, so you've avoided, ignored you. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my two earliest memories. Wow. So one is very much your personality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't decide which one. Okay, yeah. so what... What's, what's a personality... Oh, it's personality. What's a memory that you feel like you have, or a point in your life that you feel like you have that really changed your course of living? I suppose it's a sad memory, but it's when my dad passed away. So I feel like that ultimately changed everything. Yeah. And I remember 
we were around my nan's and my dad wasn't sort of like near death's door or anything like he'd been in hospital for a while but like his condition was stable and yeah me and my was it a barn stable oh <laughs> i'm trying to lighten the mood and um yeah so my mum had gone out to see my dad and me and michael were just around my nans um i don't know if we'd been at school or if it was just like a weekend but yeah we're just around my nans and then my mum comes in and she's with my dad's work friend's missus um, do you know this lady susie yeah, we used to be quite close to her. So, like, it was my one of my dad's, like, best friends at work. And mm. we used to go around their house and that. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, why is Susie here? And then my mum came in and she sat down at this, like, little table that my dad had in the living room. She was crying and that's what she told us. And I feel like then onwards, everything changed. Yeah. And I feel like that was an ultimate turning point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yours? Your turning point? My turning point. I mean, mine is a lot more light-hearted than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, oh, okay, sort of regret bringing that up. <laughs> um, I think my turning point like, really, like, formed my per- personality and, like, potential career is just being taken to the cinema a lot as a kid. Okay, yeah. From my Uncle Ryan. Like, every Wednesday or, like, every... Saturday, mm. if we was at school, um, if there's a new child-friendly film coming out, yeah, it would take me and my cousin Jared and sometimes one of my sisters to go to the cinema and watch Aww. it. And I think one that really stands out was when we went and saw Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, sorry, oh. uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, <laughs> the, the, uh, it begins with P. The third one. And I remember sitting in the cinema, and I hate sitting next to strangers in the cinema. Oh, now, yeah. But you sort of put it up as an adult. Um, I'm sat down. It went, my Uncle Ryan on the right, my cousin Jared in the middle, and me on the left. No, no, my Uncle Ryan was in the middle. Because um, you and Jared fight. Yeah, me and Jared fight. <laughs> um, and like in the middle of watching Harry Potter, and I noticed there's a, there's a little girl sitting next to me, got glasses, quite nerdy, and she kept looking up at me. And I was just like sort of trying to concentrate, and but also notice this girl looking up at me and I'm like getting quite annoyed. <laughs> I was like, "What's on my face?" <laughs> and then like she, I just look and she's nudging her mum sat next to her and she's going, "Mum, mum, it's him, it's him." And I didn't take anything off it, like think anything yeah. off it until the film ended. And then she came up to me and then she was like, "Can I have your autograph?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay." I can't remember if I signed it with my name or with like Harry Potter or Daniel Radcliffe, but I signed it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then my uncle Ryan was like, "What oh. does she ask you to sign?" I can't remember. Oh. It was like a bit of card. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, I remember seeing her running off to her mum. So I, her mum must have known I wasn't him. <laughs> why would I just be sitting yeah, in a random cinema, cinema in Canterbury? Um. Yeah, and then my uncle Ryan was like, who was that? And I was like, some weird girl's asking for my autograph. <laughs> yeah. It's because you look like Harry Potter when you were a kid. Yeah, I had the round glasses, like a nerd. <laughs> you nerd. And I got beaten up so much, I had a light and scar on my forehead. 
Yeah. And my parents didn't die, so. Oh. I know, disappointing. <laughs> Could have been so much like wow. him. Could have lived under the cupboard, <laughs> under the stairs. Um, yeah, you got next one? So, staying with Harry Potter. Here we go. And especially, you know, Prisoner of Azkaban. What would be your, your memory? Question, Sirius Black. No. What would be your memory that you would recall back for your Patronus? Oh. So it's got to be like the happiest, happiest memory. memory. I feel like hearing our baby's heartbeat. Oh really? Yeah, I think I remember. I just picture that, and then it'll be like the biggest Patronus ever. Oh, oh that's so cute. What's yours? Um, mine would be either saying our vows at our wedding. Yeah. Cause that, like, I felt ecstatic with that. Or finding out I'm pregnant after peeing on the stick and coming up pregnant. <laughs> yeah. oh. Because I mean, I feel like I would have been even happy if you'd been there with me. Peeing on the stick. Yeah. Good <laughs> <laughs> it's But um. Yes, I feel like probably the vowels, saying the vowels. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. What is your Patronus? Oh, I don't Do know. No. Mine's, uh, I hope mine's a horse. Yours a horse. I hope mine's a doe. Doe. Yeah. I would like mine to be... What would you like yours to be? I think it's quite a, a stag. or A doe's pretty cool. Um, I'd like mine to be a giraffe. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Mine would be a monkey, it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Because it cause mischief. Yeah. Okay. That was my question to you. What's your oh, question um, to me? Is there like a certain memory that you have that you feel like was the reason why you wanted to be in the writing industry? Oh. I feel like... I don't know. I don't have like this one standout thing where it's like, ah, oh, this is what I'm going to do with my life. But, Lighting, I, re- <laughs> like, but I remember like, I just like remember like, you know, primary school and them asking us what we want to do. And I was like, I want to be a writer. And I feel like it's because I enjoyed making up stories. And they all laughed. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I feel like it's because I enjoyed making up stories so much. Like I would have this story when I was a kid about Michael. Your brother. My brother, yeah. And he would always go to the through the toilet into the land of poo. Oh. And I'd like tell this all the adventures that he gets up to in the toilet. <laughs> And to why, my friends on the toilet. No, I wouldn't tell it to Michael. Oh. No, he'd go into the toilet. It wouldn't be sat on the toilet. Right. He'd go inside the toilet into the poo land. Oh, in your story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I'd tell my friends at school this, and yeah. we just like laugh at Michael. <laughs> and then later on in primary does he know school, this? I don't know. He does now. <laughs> later on in primary school, I came up with. It was actually the summer before year six and me and Michael were in the swimming pool in our back garden and I don't know why we came up with this idea but we came up with this idea that Michael was going to be on a lilo and we was holding auditions for someone to play the shark and so I was the person auditioning to play the shark and I'd just make up these characters 
and one of these characters was Tony, who was a hippie. And then, like, I'd come over, hi, I'm Tony, yeah. And I would, like, push the lilo, so try and push Michael into the pool. But, like, as Tony, he would just do it a little bit. And be, come on, man, what's the problem? <laughs> Tony the uh, hippie shark. <laughs> yeah. And then I kept Tony going in year six, and, like, I'd tell stories about Tony, and I'd make a whole family up for him, and they lived in a dirty caravan together. <laughs> And then, yeah, that gave me the part of Loathe the Hippie Lion in the year six production. <laughs> that got you it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, yeah, just making up stories in school, which is why I wanted to become a writer. That sounds pretty cool. How about you? You said about the cinema trips. Is there anything else? Um, that similar to, like, what you said, there was points where, like, um, my older sister used to babysit us, and we'd be quite bored. It's like sort of pre-internet mm-hmm. but the internet was around but it wasn't like everywhere, everywhere. we had like dial-up internet oh yeah so like if it was bored would ellie and abby my two sisters would sit on the sofa and i'd get up and do impressions mm. and i'd just do it just to make them laugh and they yeah. loved it i think like just the making up characters yeah doing voices yeah um that really got me into like wanting to get into like filmmaking and making up characters yeah okay my next question to you is it's a two-parter thing so parents are naturally embarrassing yeah naturally Naturally. what's the most embarrassing thing either of your parents have done and then what do you think is the most embarrassing memory you have of yourself oh so i know one thing that comes to my mind especially for my mum and you was there at this moment. I think one of the first times we blended your family and my family. We right. went to a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, one of the waitresses, I went to school with her. Mm. And we didn't get on very... Well, no, it's not that we didn't get on. We just didn't, like, talk. Yeah, you just, like, we're kind of acquaintances. You yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think we shared drama together. Yeah. And she was a friend with one of the people that I was friends with. Yeah. So, But like, she always came across as being a bit frosty. Um, and then I was like, oh, I, I know, like I think I said this to you. Oh, I, th- I know that person. Yeah. School, her name was whatever. And we we call her Sally, just yeah. just in case. Um, and he, he was like, okay. And then I noticed that because just in case it wasn't her, and I checked her name tag, and it was Sally. So I was yeah. like, okay, definitely this person. And my mum overheard it and was sat down, and she goes, excuse me, excuse me, do you know my son? I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. You went to school with her. And you went to school with him. And I was like, no, don't do and this. And she didn't remember. And she was like, no, I'm sorry. I was like, Thanks. Thanks, Mum. Thanks. I was happy just to sit there and just pretend that neither of us know each other. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, because she, she did look at me, and she was like, I do know you. But I'm but not going gonna... to gonna... admit that I know you. Yeah. And then what was the other question? Uh, your, like, a memory of you being embarrassed. Being embarrassed. Or being embarrassed. Or or doing something embarrassing, either of the two. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty cool. I suppose it kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Like, the most embarrassing thing naturally is something your parent has done. Yeah. I mean, you have endless stories, probably. <laughs> I think the most embarrassing thing that... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, that my mum has done to me so yeah it's the one in together (laughs) one in together is when i was in year 11 Mm -hmm. and i it was this awards evening and um i was really i had told my mum i was like i think i'm going to get this award for german and she was like okay i'll definitely come the German award is read out and my name's not on it. And I was like, oh, okay, it wasn't me. And I kind of went a bit numb to everything then. And then there's a special recognition award oh. for like selling in all your subjects or whatever. And I think I literally only got that award because I was kind of quite besties with their head of year. All right. <laughs> student pet. A, yeah, student pet to the head of year. And my name got called out and I went up to collect the award and my mum is in the back going, Woo! I'm like, oh, oh my The only one making God. any noise. Yeah. And to make that as well, so I went up there, shook the head teacher's hair. She was like, oh, sounds like you've got a little fan club in the audience. And I was like, oh. How old is he? 16. Oh, wow. wow. And I was like, oh, no. And like you was there. When I graduated, oh yes, I saw that. <laughs> and you was like right next to my mum when I graduated. She was bad mm, then, yeah. wasn't she? Um, um, thankfully, it was in the massive Canterbury Cathedral, so you didn't really hear it as I heard much. It. It right next to my ear. <laughs> and it's even worse because at that point she was like, "Oh, she's coming out. She's coming out." And I kept telling her, "No, she's you know X amount down on the list." Yeah. Um, but yeah, you saying that made me think of another one. Okay, yeah. Where I embarrassed myself. Okay. So it was in primary school, maybe year four or year five. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, in primary school, we had this award. It's called um, It was called the Bill Morgan Award. Okay. I think um, it was called that because this man, Bill Morgan, used to give a lot of money to the school. Yeah. Um, and it was given out every Friday. Mm-hmm. And then whoever won it had it for, until the next Thursday to give it back to give it to someone else. And I was the first student in the history of the school to have it three weeks in a row. So, you know, big-headed as enough as it is. So I'm sitting down. I'm in the... Um, I've, like, given it back. I'm sat with everyone. It's The whole school's there. Um, and then I'm just chatting along to my friend. And uh, my name gets called out. I was like, all right, here we go again. I stand up, and it's somebody else has got it with the same name as me. Uh... I'm like, oh, oh, I'm just sitting like that again. I was uh... like, oh, so I can just feel everyone looking at me. My face is going red. Yeah. Yeah. I remember another embarrassing moment was in primary school. I think I was year six. And so in my primary school, we used to have um, special awards, which um, everyone, I think it was 
every week or every two weeks, maybe every month, a student was given this special award for doing something in each class. And if you got the special awards, you normally get a treat at the end of term. And so I got the special award in like the first term. And Mike also got a special award. Oh, <laughs> it was not the same week. It was a separate week. All right. And our end of sort of like term reward was that we got to go into the hall and it was, we was doing like this winter thing. It was like we had like, we was doing some baking. We made some winter pom-poms. And then the big thing at the end of it is that was going to go ice skating. And so there was sort of like two, the the whole group of us are split into two. You'd either go in the morning or the afternoon to do the ice skating. Right. And like while someone else was doing that, we'd do all the fun crafting winter activities. And it was really good. And then Michael... Michael would always get really hot-headed at school. I yeah. feel like he could get really frustrated. I feel like it's a little bit of autism, but... A little bit of just being ginger. Yeah. But it's just like little things could really rile him up. Mm. And I think... I can't remember what it was that he'd done, but he'd done something wrong or you, something bad had happened and he had a massive <laughs> meltdown in this hall and everyone was looking at him like... Laura, you're the sister. Go help it. I'm like, I don't know who that boy is. Who's <laughs> kept that up until this day? Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who <laughs> that? Like the wedding? Like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you ever find out what it was? I can't remember what it was. I think we were making snow globes, and I think he broke his or something, and he just got really frustrated. Yeah. Because like people were like rallying around and like oh my god and he just kind of wanted people to leave him alone and i feel like he just got frustrated in that yeah yeah um yeah do you have like a a recent cool memory i think either the i think probably finding out about the baby (laughs) it'd be either the first ultrasound or the first time we heard the heartbeat yeah there i think them would be the the most recent all the gender, oh, yeah, gender as well. Those three, I suppose it all wraps into one because yeah, it's all about baby. the baby. Baby, baby, baby. And then if it wasn't about the baby, it'd definitely be the wedding. Come on. Or the sunburn on the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Would you be the same? Yeah, it'd be the same. Yeah. yeah. Baby. Mother. What about pets? So I feel like a big part of childhood of growing up is having pets around. And I know you had quite a few. Mm. So what's your core memory with just one of the pets that you've had? Um, so we, the one that comes to mind is we had a pet German Shepherd mm. called Tia. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know, average height for a German, German Shepherd? Um, for a German? <laughs> for a German. Um, and she wasn't, it wasn't the fact that she wasn't allowed out, you know, dogs, they're allowed out, but on the lead, because she was quite big. And someone had left the gate open, and nobody had realised. I don't know how long it was over for, maybe an hour. And we went out to the back garden just to check up on her, see if she was all right. And she wasn't there. Mm. I think, like, it was, like, a postman that might have left the... Okay, It yeah. wasn't, like, any of us. And um, I think my dad was at work. My mum may have been at work, too. Or she just wasn't in the house. So it was just me, my sister Abby. I don't know where my other sister was. And I'm just. How old is she? 
It was in secondary school. Oh, okay. So, uh, begin beginning of secondary school. Yeah. But I'm coming in, like, running into, like, my sister Abby was pretty much her dog. She, okay. She's the one who take, took care of it often. I was like, Abby, Abby, have you seen Tia? She's not in the garden. Uh, Abby, being Abby, like, oh, of course cool, she's in the garden. Went back into the garden. And she's just not there. Yeah. And, like, the gate was open. And we were both just packed. We both ran down the street. Luckily, like, um, you, you've been down where I used to live in the village. It was... Um, Pretty much where, we, do you know the house I always point out we used to live there? Yeah, yeah. It was that. And we'd ran down all the way down to the, like, this market square. Mm-hmm. And luckily we just saw her there, <gasps> just running around. And we were just running after, just grabbing her collar, just like trying to calm her down, but also trying to take her back up to the house. And we got there just as our mum and dad drove in. And they were like, where have you been? Have you not been taking the dog for a walk? Just like that, have you? I said, no, no, no. She'd got out. And we explained, and I think it must have been a postman or whatever, but, you know, my dad was fuming. Yeah. And at that point, um, I think, like, she just tried to get out at every point. But, yeah. But, yeah, that was, like, a cool pet memory. Oh. Do you have one? My cool pet memory, so I only had the one pet when mm. I was um, younger, and that was our cat, Sooty. And Sooty would, he'd like his own space. Like, there's videos of me trying to, when I'm like a little girl, like two years old, pulling his towel and him not like. Yeah. Little brat. <laughs> and um, yeah, so there's videos of me d- d- being mean to him. And, but like, City always used to like his own space. He wouldn't really pest you unless, like, he was eating something that he didn't want to eat. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I just get on with life. And. Cat, I always wanted him to sit on my lap, and he never would because, like, he's very independent. I feel as he got older, he started wanting a bit more affection, mm. and I don't know why, but I had this cream blanket. It was a Christmas blanket. I was just like had that on my legs because I'm cold. And he comes on, and it's the first time he sat on my lap, and it felt so special that he'd come and sat on my lap. And it was so warm underneath me, yeah. <laughs> on top of me. Um, yeah, that's just quite a special moment. Yeah, I even realised it was actually the blanket it was after. <laughs> I think it was the blanket yeah. because he would keep going back to the blanket and not just sitting on me. Yeah, you just like bring the blanket, blanket closer and closer to you. <laughs> you will love me. I remember another one we had um, before Tia when we were like I was really little. Mm. We had a sheepdog called Lady, after Lady the Tramp. And she was pregnant, and she's a sheepdog, and the father of the pups was a greyhound. Um, so I was told. And I remember coming downstairs, like, really young, really small, in the middle of the night, because I, I think maybe my mum or dad had woken me, saying, oh, ladies have puppies, ladies have puppies. I come downstairs, and there's, like, little tiny sheepdogs, and I think one or two, she was like, little, maybe 11. Okay, yeah. And one of them was a Dalmatian. Crazy. I was just, wow. And then, like, we all, like, got to choose one each and then I think my older sister Ellie she had the Dalmatian and I remember just not having them like they were just Aww. given they were, she was given to a, a lady in a farm but yeah. a proper farm not like a yeah set up to the farm <laughs> yeah and she had a few more litters after that but yeah Aww. just random Dalmatian yeah which thought that was pretty cool what about your first core memory at uni uni I feel like, because university is always quite a life-changing experience for people. Yeah. What's your first Mm. memory of uni? My first memory of uni was being, like, coming in, walking to this, like, giant hall 
we we were gonna just pretty much be told the plan because I started with a foundation year. Um, there was a giant hall and the, like, um, put into our groups and who our lectures were gonna be. We only had like two lectures to share. Yeah, that's my first. I don't really remember much of you. I'm still going for a uni. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember? Mine is being dropped off at halls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember my mum didn't have a You're car a at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mum didn't have a car at the time, so we got a taxi down. We was unpacking all the stuff, and I remember sort of like standing at the car park where she left. And it was, <laughs> Is that you or your mum? <laughs> but, <laughs> and then I, the first sort of like core memory is of meeting my flatmates and like going into my room and sort of like standing behind my door, really, really, really nervous to just open my door. And then, yeah, opening my door and then just like chatting with my flatmates for the first time. Yeah. It's I think that's best. one of the key things about uni. You have to be social. Otherwise, you're not getting the most out of it. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, you'd just be on your own all the time, which isn't good. Yeah. Do you remember meeting my fam for the first time? I remember, yeah, I remember being nervous to meet your fam for the first time. Yeah. It was. I think it's all quite full on, because I think the first time I met your fam was when I also met Esme, right? And that was the first time. I can't remember. I think that was, and yeah, I remember we were sat in the living room, and everyone was sort of like there, your mum, your dad... Both your sisters, uh, your niece and nephew, and maybe Ellie's husband and Tori were there as well. Yeah. And yeah, it was just everything was going on, and I was just sat there. And then there was little Esme, who must have been two or three. Yeah. And she was literally just climbing on me. Yeah. And I think that was quite nice. I enjoyed that. I remember feeling conflicted whether just to leave you there or to take you into my room. You shed. In my shed, yeah. I, I don't know what I did, I remember. I remember the fear of meeting your mum. Oh, uh, yeah. Time. I remember you meet my mum more than I remember meeting your fam. Yeah. Had I, had I met Michael before? No. Or, no. Because obviously your fam live in Essex. Yeah, and we stayed in Colchester the night before. That's right, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think that because we stayed somewhere else the night before made me more nervous. Yeah. So I remember popular. Uh, I can't remember much, but I do remember just walking into the house and your mum was just sat, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And then she got up. I think she shook my hand. Yeah, I was feeling very nervous. Didn't know where to sit. Didn't know anything. Aww. I remember being thirsty, but I don't want to ask for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just get up. Yeah, just help yourself. Just yourself yeah. What's your core memory of me? Like the first, or the I remember, first I remember the first cool. memory of you. Okay. We outside, waiting outside the Canterbury train station, and I think we were messaging each other, and then you were like, "Okay, I'm on my way." Okay, and then um, <laughs> I was sat on <laughs> no, the bench, going. And, and a man sat next to me. I mean, we hadn't met at this point, like not physically. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, you the man!" <laughs> and hopefully, you, you know. You, you wasn't. Um, I mean, not hopefully, but like, you know, you, you, you're, you're not a man. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Um, and um, I think the man got up and left because he probably just sensed that I was uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, No, I think he was still there because I, I think I got up. Yeah. And then I was maybe heading back towards to go back into the station and I saw you come in, this leather jacket on. 
and they're like like a biker it's a really scary biker a ripped jeans a ripped jeans yeah yeah um yeah that was my first memory if you think of oh my gosh she's scary she could probably eat me alive back then you could have been what was your first memory of me my first memory i know this story actually but yeah continue oh do you yeah because the first day we met and my tooth no oh okay Oh. My first memory of Is you it clean? <laughs> was when we were chatting online yeah. and you was like, can you send me a picture? And I was, and so I took a selfie and sent you the picture. And he was like, oh, you look lovely, blah, blah, blah. And then you sent one back. And then you sent me one back. I was like, who the hell is this? Oh, yes. Because in that picture, your hair's all sort of like nerdy looking. Oh, thanks. And then you had your little nerdy glasses on and all your other pictures didn't have glasses on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. okay. We've got to go somewhere else, have we? That's my first, it's earliest just, memory of you. Because like, I had a really big thing about not wearing my glasses in pictures. You used to hate used it, to didn't hate you? It. I think maybe I think it's, it's I, there's two things I'm subconscious about. Uh, con- yeah, when people take pictures of me, well, three things now, but back then it's two things. <laughs> it's I have my glasses on, and the pictures make me look like I have a fucking massive neck, <laughs> which yeah. I do. It stretches, and now it's bald patch as well. But yeah, so it's like I can't, I can't control the neck, so I, I can control wearing the glasses. Well, now I just don't care. Well, now you've got cool glasses. You don't yeah. have the like old man glasses gold, that you had when we first met. Yeah, and I think I literally just got them. Them gold ones. I do. So I remember, I've, I've had black pairs my entire life. That was the first time going in to choose a pair by myself. <laughs> I think I panicked. I, was like, I grabbed the gold one. <laughs> they were horrible, those yeah. glasses. <laughs> I didn't get many compliments from them, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Enjoy this to a close. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so they were some of our core cool memories. memories that I can remember. I think we could definitely do like a part two if people want to hear more. And maybe cool plan memories. the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just run this on Graham. Yeah. I've enjoyed. It's been like, laugh. That was me, Laura Armstrong, interviewing Graham Armstrong all about his core cool memories. Until next time. Catch you then. Quack, quack. <laughs> I didn't do my joke. No, do joke. Do joke before we actually right. sign out. Um, so I've got uncles here. And one of them used to work at a calendar factory. But he got let off because he kept leaving days off. Thank you very much. Bye. Quack, quack. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.